so <coughs> currently I'm walking from Namagut, which is in the eastern side of Tajikistan, on the Pamir side to Namagup to Darshai, which is like 27 28 kilometers. I guess I almost walk like a five or optimistically maybe five I guess just to encourage myself but yeah I still have like 22 more kilometers oh yeah actually from when I got out from the uh, homestay there was a guy who gave a ride for me yesterday also helped me to like uh, uh, saw me today and then he dropped me for uh, he drove for like two three kilometers because he's going to a school so I went with him until that then we um, went to the school and then saw some kids and then tried to speak with them yeah most of them couldn't speak English they can just ask the name where are you from what are you doing tourists hi bye goodbye those kind of things but yeah all those kids were very cute and beautiful then after that I continue walking so until he dropped me I think it's two two three kilometers and then I almost like walk like three kilometers uh, after the school I just walked on the path the village instead of the main road just go inside the village and then see how the people are living I went inside and then I came out and then I now I'm gonna continue walking so yeah it's the same um, scenery. Afghan side is the uh, the snow peak mountains. And this Tajik side is is just not very snow peak, but it's like really like covered by um, the clouds. But the mountains are just empty and just the dark colors. Uh, people say the homestay guy was telling it's because the sun rises rises or like uh, move along the Afghan border so the other side this snow easily like melt on this side uh, Afghan ah uh, yeah there is a car is coming as well I'm gonna like try hitchhiking if I can go that shy if not she's not stopping it's not a problem okay yeah so let's continue walking yeah so the other side is like empty and then the just cloud and this side is the snow peak mountains yeah all along it seems to be the same scenery but it's still even though same scenery still keep me it doesn't move me fast it's just like the sceneries made me slow to look at them admire them yeah so 20 more kilometers what i'm gonna do is that i was thinking about some thoughts about how to transform a village into one uh, an economic zone i'm not sure what is the definition of in economics about the economic zone but what is my thought here is that uh how can we can make village be an opportunity producing area instead of opportunity seeking areas opportunity consuming areas 
which is like a in this village side people really really have a good nature they have a good uh, home a vast land fresh air kind smile this weather makes them more peaceful warm why do they need to move to the city side make themselves stressed crowded no peace of mind more noises all these disturbances yeah why 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 do people need to move they can go there for like for some like business trips or like just like when they feel like occasion yeah they can go but a lot of in a lot of countries people are just moving from the urban side to the sorry rural side to the urban side doesn't feel right yeah so i'm gonna continue right on that i have already made some notes when i was in the homestay i'm just gonna write and uh, i'll just maybe record it here the continuation of the notes because while i'm working i can save some time recording here if i'm gonna write it's gonna take some amount of time so yeah let me do it in another memo Okay, so in the notes which you can refer, I have put why this this rural to urban movement should be discouraged or it's not like discouraged. There are some alternative thoughts I have, like like why this is this is not really like needed for people. Okay, and then how we can do it. So which is like. identifying the problems or the pains people have in the rural side that made them to move so we need to identify those things first second create a plan or like a resource plan okay so we need these 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 this this sorry, sorry these are all the pain uh, problems they have those potential solutions are this 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 and then in the third column I'm going in a table way yeah third column like what it needed to solve this uh, to achieve this solutions from the next in what are the bottlenecks how much is the hours needed people money everything we will need okay so then also like what should be started first priority what is the base uh what could be the enhancements all these things should be laid out then so okay we have identified the problems we have planned out how we gonna solve these problems then how we can set up a systems that allow them not depend on governments or anything that just should allow people to i mean like it should come from the ecosystem the solutions or to solve those needs not really like like they should depend on other others when they depend on others only then they need to spend money outside sell your assets to trade assets all those things to bring back these things so we need to make systems where it's self sustainable for example you want to build a educational institutions 
get like five percentage of your own people teach them how to build a building get another five percentage of the people hello ask them to research how they can utilize their own materials which is available inside the village itself some are in mountains you have rocks some are in deserts you have this this sands some are in what else yeah i mean like when i was in norway i see that how they have used like a different sort of like a um stones in in azerbaijan you see they told it's like a limestone or something and then yeah in my village you have this sort of like a the mud they make that into like a clay and then they still like build it yeah they they heat it and then they do all this kind of bricks and then they build it what else electricity yeah there there are there are some things i mean like everything cannot be like everything cannot be like made from insides we also need to understand what are all the things which we have large amount of supply so we shouldn't uh um how do i say we shouldn't um underutilize those supplies or underestimate those supplies as well we can utilize this excess supplies to buy some things which is really 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 hard to build it inside our own center yeah the other things which are which could be made from inside should do from inside itself okay so yeah so so yeah that's the system we should build a system that allows them to do things by themselves not depend on others you can always like share knowledge and all those things so there is a difference between the dependency and then sharing sharing is is based on your wish you share and then you are you based on your wish you get but dependency is that you 100% depend on them if they can't give to you it put you into a deep trouble when you depend on someone that's a, a like a that's like a lock for someone to how do they treat you some could treat you nicely if they have good values some could exploit you so yeah it's based on it should do that so okay so we spoken about the third one which is about creating a system which we can sustain by ourselves fourth monetary policies the monies which we make yeah the monies which we make are the money which we need a good example is crowdfunding but let's not go into crowdfunding but it's like mm, that is something the islamic system they call wakaf yeah i'm not a very expert at this thing but what i know i'm just going to share about it so what does this wakaf system does is that when you die or even when you lie alive you give this your assets that can produce or that cannot produce give it to the community center which in islamic perspective it's an uh your madrasa no it's not a madrasa it's like an uh, just assume is an organization okay organization in your village you give it to them they utilize it they make money and then they put that money into into another good thing 
to continue uh, making a lot of good things instead of instead of uh, you give something to someone and then it just become it's their uh, benefit I mean like one instead of one to one benefit you give it to an organizations which isn't one to many when they make many when they make profit the profit goes to many to continue making more profit okay so so we, we need to I don't have like a exact monetary policy for it but what I'm thinking is that okay you have hundred people in a village okay each people can make some amount of money okay and uh, we should uh, can tell them like a tax system maybe yeah like a few percentage of the benefit goes to the organizations which is the city development organizations they continue to do these things yeah it's go back to the same like government huh? but it's just that the only thing I'm worried is like when the when the organizational body is big yeah it doesn't know where these things goes okay you are in a village you have a state of 5 million in your village you have like 25,000 people let's say this village makes lots of profit the other village doesn't make lots of profit this profit goes to the whole where the bigger body of the organizations and this profit they don't use the prop profit to continue developing the one who gave because of that in the long run they could be underdeveloped and then they become bankrupt and then you lost a village which is already making a profit so it's not like you make something and then it utilize is for only for one uh, village it's just that it shouldn't sacrifice the development of one village so it's up to the thing okay when they make profit they can decide okay Sandy Postnish people utilize to uh, utilize to develop our village the next 30 percentage we will give it to someone as a loan without our interest you guys continue develop when you have money try to give back these things okay like kind of like a like a goodwill policies yeah so let's go back to the main point so the fourth is creating your monetary policies monetary policies which should we should the monetary policies from the center okay let's repeat let's rephrase the sentence the center is gonna uh, produce some items they're gonna make profit or loss or whatever but the money they're gonna utilize to further develop the problems or enhancement of the village so this by this we make sure that the money is very transparent and it's inside the thing when it's a small it's very uh, controllable very clear very transparent all those words sorry to say yeah so we could build like a monetary policies that's that's about the transparency and the controlling also the second thing is that how do we utilize this monetary system as well few yeah i think it's go back to the same thing few could be used for enhancement few could be used for developing new opportunities and all these things yeah okay so fourth is completed so first identify the problems second plan about solving those problems third third of what huh? solving these problems identify the problem yeah third is some things which is in the area you need to recall back fourth of all 
the monitoring systems so the work of monitoring system looks interesting you know? work of monitoring system looks interesting yeah uh, usually when, when things are set from an Islamic perspective people are against it because of his religion so it can have a new word it's like just that my intention is always the good thing need to happen whatever the name it is yeah the people who understand who is behind it's from who we borrowed the, the, the real good people they will appreciate okay there's some people who are like very like uh, uh, very like uh, controversial or say I don't know the word they don't want to have name and all these things yeah, like egoistic yeah anyway never mind so this is the fourth thing okay I will complete I will close this memo now I will reopen another one and what are all the things we would need we will go by one by one so we have one is like uh, the next audio will be like identifying the problem what are the problems we're gonna do one demo and second like how we can do all those things okay okay consider this anyway this is a continuation of the transforming the village from part one so now this is part two so consider this as an, a brainstorming or like a discussion memo okay i'm not like a very expert this i'm just gonna record this as my thoughts process then we can continue developing into something concrete so okay so what is the key problems people are facing in a village let's go one by one this is just from my own observation okay uh, first educational institutions the knowledge yeah knowledge base educational institutions so I mean if I look back I would say the Indian government or even the Tamil Nadu government I think they have done a pretty good job of having educational institutions across any part of the remote side so how they have done it is that in let's go by small to big so in village you have smaller schools which teach you until eighth grade yeah that's a school i studied maybe in some village that could be smaller village that could be like school of until like fifth grade i don't know that so yeah in my village we have until like eighth grade so when you want to move on to 10th grade you move to an another in our term it's sort of like a town uh, they call it as panchayat yeah in Mimisal. you go to Mimisal to study until 10 12 yeah 10 12 in that same Mimisal, you have another type of schools which are not the government based but which are private institutions as well okay even in those places you have smaller schools which teach you until kindergarten even in my village we used to have this kindergarten but most of they tried for like four times four times also the kindergarten couldn't move up i think they closed it i still remember some of the competition they have done and all those things i don't know what's the exact reasons they were closed down i can check with my my village people why they have closed down the kindergarten so the kindergartens have been successfully existing in this panchayat called missiles which has a population around 
15,000 I would say or more than that 15 to 50k but not more than that yeah so they have all this kind of like a intergarden in English medium in Tamil medium you have uh, uh, let me pause this and then remove my flu not sure what where exactly I left so I think we spoke about yeah so each this town center has this different type of school let's not uh, say it is a town center maybe we say second level the first level was uh, the, vill uh, the village which is my village second level we have the town and third there's a place called out there coil which is sort of like which doesn't have lots of population population but it has like some important government institutions like in the center so we are on the east coast on the seashore and this outer goal is like uh, 18 kilometers from my place so it's sort of like a center for the villages around that place for all government organizational things and they do have bigger school as well which population is so sorry the, the school how do you say the school number of students study there yeah uh, enrollment is yeah enrollment is greater than what you can see in Mimisal but yeah it's it's a government run institutions and also you have some private institutions as well so yeah we can say Mimisal and then the outer world is sort of like between two in two if we, can, if we consider Mimisal as the second level outer world I think it will be like a 2.5 the third level which is Arnangi where you have many higher educational institutions colleges and all those things and this their population I would say it's more than 100k so yeah so they have multiple institutions and this is the place where you can find some special skills um, special skill training institutes for example some computer skills some uh, I mean like any, any skills you can not like very very like a rare skills but like any normal skills people want like a like a textile or else like a, maybe packaging I guess I'm not sure uh, this is a very important thing we're gonna cover later about this packaging um, and yeah they have that kind of special skill level based training institute so for people who wants to do the special skill trainings I think mostly they will go they'll go on the weekends and even if they will go on with if they want to go uh, on the time of uh, weekdays as well it's not gonna take a lot of time it's just one hour so it's still okay I mean even in Chennai when you want to uh, the bigger city when you want to go from your home to your college or something near it's averagely takes like one hour for, for most of the students oh, now I see like a beautiful sceneries I'm gonna miss this when I'm I'm going to I go back to wherever I work man it's like this blue with mix of greens colored with this water 
stones in middle of them ah this water are moving the stones are blocking slowly they are moving when you look up snow peak mountains inshallah it's one of the nature i mean i think can beat god's own designs so look at the nature and look at the contrast ah one side is uh, white the other side is a dark in middle separating a green and blue mixed water oh fun in all this middle of this nature is strange man walking on the no man road mm that's a fate as well it's a good fate yeah it's a good fate okay i don't know what's the outcome of this nature admiring in middle of this speak okay let's go back to the meeting others maybe i just want to take a picture first I'll, i'll i'll stop for a while i'm happy that i took i decided okay alhamdulillah from his no from his blessings i decided to walk instead of taking other transport yeah of course if there is a car i'm going to jump in but uh, i'll try not to do because it's really really admiring i mean i'm looking at something just like like a small like a waterfalls okay near that waterfall in uh, we have seen in some movies i can't remember this like 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 in the ocean when you the, the, in the in in some movie, in one of the movies was like a deep ocean and in the ocean they will try to go inside and then they will have like this uh uh this kind of melt not melted this opposite of melted wood all this like a uh, like a rocks which is in a white color yeah i'm seeing something similar like that okay let me uh so yeah let's go back go back go back let's go back to the matter yeah so in arandangi which is like 50k to 100k the people have all this kind of like special training institutes on top of the existing institutes which you can find in level 1 level 2 level 2.5 kind of places yeah then level 4 which is places like trichy but uh, yeah trichy where you will find universities okay not colleges huh? so the difference between the colleges institutions and universities in my term institutions are special training institutes we where you have like a diplomas and all those things which you can find in arunangi as well they are which is this diploma institutions then you have this colleges where you can find some in arunangi which is level level 2.5 and then no no sorry level 3 uh but okay, let's consider trichy as level 4 where you have multiple multiple in sense like like more than like 10 15 colleges yeah more than 10 15 ah remember or you can even you can say like 20 that kind of colleges available in the cities and some are universities universities in the sense under them they have affiliated colleges or affiliated diploma institutes where you have all these things okay that one and level 4 or 5 the final one which is the uh which is the um, which is the i'm going to stop it here i want to take some pictures i 
highly recommend you guys okay i'm back i'm highly recommend you guys to visit tajikistan and come to this this eastern part it's so world's beautiful which is most beautiful place i have ever seen more than mongolia the altai mountains more than Norway is a different nature yeah the fjords are really different that the, that their green is different or maybe if i come on summer time it could be like that as well but yeah this is spectacular man yeah it doesn't cost you a lot is e visa comes in one or two days flights are cheaper e visa cost less than 50 dollar flight should be cost less than 150 200 dollars from where you fly yeah even if it's more also it's worth the effort okay come here though. everything is cheap here okay okay so this is the continuation of the path to itself so which we have spoken about chennai which is level 5 which is sort of like a metropolitan city you can consider not to the level of like new york what's this like uh yeah it's i mean like metropolitan cities each countries will have their own metropolitan cities tamil nadu is like 16 million people if i'm not mistaken even we can consider that as a country itself so the country that state is chennai so where you have hundreds now more than 200 300 colleges yeah, because like 6 million some no 13 million people if i'm not mistaken living in that city so you can even if we consider 50% of the populations are 40 40% of the populations are is a car coming if he stops i will i'll get in otherwise i won't get in 40 of the cars uh sorry 40% of the populations which is like 56 million so after the long ride i came to dushanbe so the the ride was a long ride and uh, i was the taxi guy couldn't really like the shared taxi couldn't really like drop me at the hotel or is the hostel and the or the center just three of these things are at the same place the hostel and the, the center so because he doesn't have the valid papers to come into the city so i guess these guys are like can drive only in the uh only in the outskirts of the city side assalamu alaikum outskirts of the city side not in the not in the inside the city so from gujan to he could drive from gujan to dushanbe but can drop us only at the outside so she dropped us i had a big argument with him because i thought that he going to drop me on the center but he didn't that was an expectation so i had like just told him man you're too bad because he gave some other word and then um, he did all the things uh, at some point i understand his situation he doesn't have the papers but i didn't realize when i was like uh, arguing with him at uh, uh, the time he doesn't have the papers really clear realized to be that could be the main reason because while we were like driving he was trying to search some papers yeah so he dropped and then i got out and i walked i looked at all the samosa shops i really want to have it but i didn't brush so i didn't have it and then um I I went to the bus station. Bus stop was just like opposite. I thought, okay, maybe that could be the bus. 
bus can go there and then the mapstad me was with me as well i just asked those guys nearby how to reach this place then they told this bus number from um, you can go then I went to the bus station and then when i was about to go there i was just want to double check then there was like a girl who was there she had to confirm that okay this is the bus and then she asked me whether i have a smart card or not because in dushanbe also they have this smart card system for the transportation and then she and then she bought for me she used her phone number to buy that card and then it was like 20 so many so many so many huh? so many dushanbe currency she bought the thing for me and then i used it just kept on going keep following the map and then i got on and the bus is like like they this bus is like like an electronic no how do i say say electric mode of transport so they 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 go vertical or horizontal they don't like circle and all so it dropped me at the center from there it was like almost like 2 kilometers i walked there um so i walked there reach uh as just as i don't have the internet i couldn't really like decide whether should i go to that hostel there was like two hostel nearby then it's then i got reminded of my uh old um uh when i was like trying to search i remember in the hostel world the first place at the cheap price was a greenhouse then i the name it was in my mind then i decided to uh, uh just go there and then did my check in and i met another indian guy he's from bangalore he's studying in us and he has been cycling and then traveling for a while he almost like one year or something so he sort of like me as for well, who had earned money from freelance projects and then he yeah he utilized that for his uh, travel so um so we met and then it was like a quick conversation swear about and all those things and then that guy showed uh, the board like because he done a cycling from dushanbe to the pamir bakan corridor with another french call so he was sharing uh, about like what is his route and then also there was a one korean guy he also shared his route that helped me to just like have like initial points about how i can do my trip so i did that and then uh, so this this korean guy was interesting no this is a korean guy no japanese guy japanese guy because this japanese always have gadget freak they have every gadget so when i was in the room i see like he has like high class cameras uh laptop tablet mobile oh my many many devices but yeah so he he did like um uh hike uh, not a hike he did it like uh, from um, dushanbe to um korok as a normal share taxi like how i did as well and then um from there he started to like rent his own car i think from askashim and from korok to askashim he used the local uh, the shared uh, taxi as well but after that he rent a car i didn't really like do that so um I was in a condition whether to do that or not on the time. By the way, this uh So 
after got those initial details I'll start off okay maybe we should be able to reach that without any problem um, and then um, uh, I also wanted to check um, about the Kyrgyzstan visa rejections that was like the one disappointing thing so I plan to visit these embassies and also like Indian embassies uh, to tell about like why this is happening and all those things so so first um, started the day with the guy he wants to buy some gloves as well so I want to buy some jacket because the winter is gonna be fierce according to everyone that is a good decision that I decided to buy as well so went to the, sh um, the bazaar old bazaar we plan to buy the second and one cheaper one but even the fresh one was like twenty dollar yeah twenty five dollars so it was not bad it was good it was good within within like a first like 30 minutes itself we were able to buy that uh, really in there was like a one two guys like when i met them uh in the shop the shop owners usually like ask where are you from and then they, they also ask interested to know whether you're muslim which madhab you follow shafi hanfi those kind of thing we are interested to know that so i share these details and then um he was telling like we negotiated the price a bit and then we bought it for like 250 so many and then uh, we went on searching for the gloves couldn't really like find it so and then he was on the other side he was able to find lots of like a small um this elect electronics or like this mechanical those kind of like the small like a nuts bolts those kind of thing he bought it for his cycles that's that senior that's uh, market was nice it's like like in my hometown like like a very open space put the product in the road and sell it those was, was a good one i have some pictures as well so and then uh i went to the indian embassy he came with me as well then, uh, then they told that they opened the embassy on only two o'clock so i told him man it's gonna be late you can go first i will wait for this so i waited and then the embassy was opened after the lunch hours i went into there and then i met a guy consulate named called pande he seems to be the chief consulate or something he came to listen to what is the points i have so i told him Sir, I have applied, I have been traveling across few countries for the last four months. Similarly, I have applied e-visa for Kyrgyzstan. They have rejected the visa and um, it's not just me, they also rejected for another Indian guy as well. And also in, in many forums, they're telling that Kyrgyzstan is following some sort of like a discriminatory policies against Indians and then the Indian subcontinent countries so we should take this into consideration into consideration and uh, uh, take actions because uh, it's like when people come to India we do provide a welcoming and then we make it things easier for them and lots of students come from Kyrgyzstan to India to study as well so so what kind of policy is that so you should take all this into consideration initially he was a bit reluctant to share 
or um, openly tell about like all these points um, because as a consultant he can't like speak according to the same way because he just told that I have a lot of things to share but I need to really like count my words and be uh, very careful about the words I use because you are a normal person you can do whatever you, you can speak whatever you want but I'm a counselor I'm in a common official and be careful but anyway I have listened to your feedbacks we will remember all these things what they have done to us because so I asked him so is there a way that well, like you could provide like a letter or something for like them with those no because even if you're gonna provide letter and even if you want to check with them they're not gonna share that hi they 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 will tell that this is our of uh, internal decisions so we can't revert the decisions and all but yeah I mean my purpose was I have two uh, thoughts in my mind like like one I want to get this really into this counselor mind what they're doing to Indians fasting because if I'm going to be like everyone who doesn't share what's happening across then this guy doesn't know what, what how each countries are having a discriminatory policies yeah so this need to be highlighted and flagged so they know the situation second thing I was having a small hope in case if these guys provide a letter they can help but even if they're gonna provide the letter also doesn't seem to be uh, positive because um, when I asked those guys from the previous town like oh, all these details they keep sending the same reply like telling them we have rejected the visa due to the thing and then you can apply uh, after one year and all those things it was a very stupid reply you keep saying the same reply again and again it's really like a hurting one i'll try to do something on this i'm not just gonna leave it like that yeah it's gonna be in my mind because it's like a visa thing in my mind until i finish my travels so so I told this to, to him and then there were like two more guys who came in I think they were, came to meet one day as well regarding some business that was one guy who was like joking brother I want to say that even they rejected Anil Ambani visa I was like idiot I didn't came here to listen to others problems I'm looking for solutions this is what all this in the government organization they do. When we go for when we go for solutions, they keep telling about what are the other problems, all those things. That's that's none of our business. I came here to solve my problem, not to listen to your blabbering all those things. Anyway, that sort of that sort of like it's great. All these government officials are like. Sometimes they work. Yeah, this is like a stupid mentality. People always like say and then they de highlight or like they remove the weightage of one problem they are trying to put into the plate. Uh, anyway, so I told him and then I left and I went to the Kyrgyzstan embassy because I don't want to leave it like that. 
went to the embassy, waited. Security guy, it was like almost 4 o'clock. The security guy told me the consulate is closed. Oh, I told him no, the consulate, according to the time, which closed only at 5 o'clock. He can't speak English, I can't speak Russian. So we were having like trouble communicating and also like I tried to but give up because I really want to meet those consulate and I can't take one more day to come back again as well. So I waited there, then the guy told me consulate, then there was like try to ring the bell. Then there was like another guy who come from the inside. And then he told me consulate will come later. So I waited until like 5.30. Then the consulate came. Explaining the situations. I don't know why they have rejected. I want to know the reasons. Is there something he can help? I can even pay another amount if they want to apply another visa. And he told, no, we can't. When she tried to speak, or like check the system, I don't know what he did there. And he came back to doing the same thing that, no, it's not possible. So I told him it's really disappointing that you guys are doing like this. Yeah. So yeah, so I was a bit fed up and then uh, I went to a nearby restaurant. I didn't eat anything for the whole day. Just went there to eat. I mean the real food. Went there to eat. Had a good food there, it was like salad and something. Then I then I yeah, then I walked back speaking with my dad until I reached the hostel. Yeah. That was the end of the story of what happened in Dushanbe. Day one one three. So I woke up like eight nine o'clock. I thought it was it was uh, early morning but actually that wasn't because a lot of travelers have took the cab um, or the shared taxi on early morning. So because it's like 16 hours travel, it helps them to reach on the same day, even before the uh, late night. So they have done a good decisions, but I was late. So I went to check with the guy. Then he told me the last, uh, I checked with the guy in the hostel, the owner told me the loss should be on 10.30 so I try to pack quickly and then go there. I don't want to waste time then I try to call the Pamir Lodge Saif he told me that he could check with someone whom he knows who can so maybe and, and they, that guy can come to the uh, hotel hostel and then can pick me up that was that looks like a good deal for me it is easy so i don't need to walk much so uh, I, I said okay i waited for him then he came back there no there was like uh, only one place left out and then after he called then no this place is finished we can go with someone or wait for tomorrow so i decided that okay why not just we go to the terminal and give a try so when the Thankfully, there was one guy with the Korok boat. It was 
and then surf and then called me whether I got the cap and I told him yes and then I gave the phone to him and then he told me told to him that the driver that asked him to provide a driver's sorry the front seat for me so I can take a maybe uh, take a good look at the uh, views so I was happy that he did that I sat there for like one two hours the vehicle doesn't start because they need to fill with another six more people then there was like a another guy who came who could speak little English he was discussing about other things and then this idiot it's not idiot but to and at that point uh, told that there is a old man who need the like friend seat he can't sit in the back I was like Rrr. because really like how far so I could took videos and then the route is gonna be spectacular I had high expectation then it happened then I thought of like okay let's give this to him maybe something is good for us so I give this to him and then very sad in the back and the vehicle finally started on 3.30 almost like how many hours? 4 hours waiting for 5 hours and yeah kept on going started the journey across the city and then uh, we the view uh, after the city was nice because it's on a when the after the city the the route is like up the hill just like slope up so it was nice there's uh, good to see the sceneries I thought that oh, okay it's gonna be a good journey so we continued 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 and then it stopped for uh, at the market where we can buy all these dried fruits and all those things so I I bought some nachos well under and that place there was like a one uh, like a viewpoint just like 50 meter climb up it was, a, it was an awesome view also it was beautiful it shows like a two route I took some pictures and then I came down my nuts bought my nuts I shared some of the things what I had with those elders and then the, I bought some samosas for and then those guys were sharing some fruit so it was good on the day only I realized why that that special fruit uh, okay so back Baxter in different hostels in, in Uzbek I eat the fruit it's like an uh, apple but in a different color okay but it has like a, when you fry something you have like a dark dark uh, um, dark hold on a second. you see like when you fry something you have like some dark brownish thing I thought that okay maybe these guys are even frying up the fruit for the sake of doing something I had a misunderstanding so when these guys gave me the fruit at the time I realized the fruit naturally it's inside is like have like a brownish uh, scratches inside so oh then I, oh, okay like this but the fruit was very sweety yeah even this is the same fruit there was like a few guys he will give present he gave us a gift gave away this to me while I was in the hitchhiking as well 
although it's another story. But yeah, so I ate that, then we continue the journey. Then this guy sometimes stopped to adjust his screen clearance. At the time, I used to get down and take some pictures. This thing was keep on going, and then it was like nine, ten almost. I think he was feeling sleepy so he, he stopped the car after a police checkpoint and then he just slept I was like oh what's this maybe he's having like a short nap actually it was like a long sleep one hour two hour then he woke up and then he continued the journey I initially I thought that okay maybe we will spend the whole night in the car then tomorrow morning we will change we'll start but actually he got he, he had this nap on two one two hours then he woke up, then he continued, then for like another two, three hours, I guess. Then he again stopped. He again stopped and then he slept. Then after that, I think that one was like a long sleep. Now after that, oh, seven o'clock, it was six o'clock, we, six, six thirty, we stopped at a police checkpoint. He brought some bread, bread. He gave those bread to this policeman and then that was like a starting point where like it merges the the Jigishtan border I mean merges in the sense that the stopic mountain starts it was very very initially when I looked at it it's very beautiful but still it's beautiful but it's like that moment the feeling was very high and I started taking some videos and photos we continued the journey and then he stopped at the restaurant where we had like a morning food and then yeah um, as usual, I wanted some eggs because I hear the eggs is good for the winter time. So I had some boiled eggs and then we continued. Then, what time we reach? I think it was like 11 30 morning. Also, I wanted to reach earlier because I can visit the Afghan embassy consular in uh, Korog. I've reached, I've ran to them, and then I realized that day is a uh, president's leave i don't know whether it's a birthday or whatever it is so it was a holiday embassy wasn't working so it, the next days are saturday and sunday i couldn't do anything so i, I won't be able to do anything so i just said okay maybe we'll just leave to the next stop because if i would have able to meet the consul on the day i would have a defined answer when i can go to afghanistan but just because of that exact reason, you go back to Korok on the weekdays as possible. Weekdays. If I am, if, when I go to the other spots, I need to come back. So yeah, I went to the Pamil Lush. Actually, he, he came with his vehicle. He picked up from the Afghan consulate because it's nearby to his large vendor. So small warm welcome with the chai. And then I dropped my bags. Then I went down. Uh, or haircut um, I believe haircut and then um, and then yeah I went to purchase some um, gloves because I couldn't buy that so I went to buy the gloves as well and then I went to this park this park was very like a tall 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 trees I went to the information center get some initial advices from how I can travel on this Palmy zone whether should I take the Palmy highway or the Wakan border route because then she was asking but the 
they want to see more people in nature I told him 60-70% people and 30% nature and she told me then you can take the Wakan border, Wakan border route that was in my intention to take the route because I want to see the Afghanistan so I took and then uh, he yeah after that yeah I can uh, just look around the Korok city and then while I was walking by I saw like few guys were, like smoking weed and then they asked me whether you want no man I said I don't smoke then uh, smoke weed in a sense um, and then um, yeah I, I felt that smell that weed smell the same smell we which is all over the place in Amsterdam and after a while Ah, I hear from the same information center before information center only I meet these guys she also told me the guys are active but I told him no it doesn't look like this is then she also told me there's lots of unemployment as well I don't want to speak about it but my single sentence is that I don't want to tell the government organization or anyone to blame for the unemployment it's to do with these guys people they need to research, they need to look for the opportunities and then move. Just keep blaming, keep telling our boys it's bullshit. But anyway, that's out of our topic. So and then finished my haircut. It was like dark cloud. Even on four o'clock itself. And it was started cold has been started a very cold weather. Bought some bread and then uh, just cheap as well bread and uh, some yogurts and then uh, I went to a restaurant because I don't I didn't have like anything the whole day not a lot of food so I don't want to be hungry if I'm gonna reach the hostel it's gonna take another two kilometers the lodge yeah and then I need to be wash myself and all those things and I say okay I will just have some food because we already have like hair wash so I just had a, just order some like, local pizzas. And then at the, at the time I met like a, this guy named his name Joshua from US. So he is currently working here. And uh, yeah, when he said Joshua, I asked him, uh, doesn't look like a primary name. I said yes, I'm not like a local I'm from US. Oh, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? He started sharing that he works. The local uh, organizations like hospitality yeah no 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 things some for physically challenged persons they provide some sort of like services i don't know what exactly i didn't bother to ask more details so he was sharing he was asking about my variables i was asking him how we started speaking about this um, how i asked him do you how do you how do you handle situation like and people like come to you and ask about us about the afghan policies and all those things he seems to be a very like a neutral guy who who shared that uh yeah i agree with that because he this is his point i agree with it bro because there is no context or like no like uh like a valid points why they need to be there it's the happening for nothing i mean Externally, no one knows like why this 
fight between the American military and the Afghan Taliban or Afghan military, I don't know. It's happening. So just like the rest of thing and all those things. They're sharing that. So I used to be I used to share these things bro to them. That's what he shared. So yeah, he he seems to be like a very neutral in the in the way about all these things and also he said I'm sorry for what what's happening and all those things. That's what he shared. But yeah, so then we discussed about other things like Russians, how they had their um, military uh, station at Tajikistan, having a base in the border near Afghanistan for a long time before three years only they withdraw, and then uh, uh, also this prominent local people, they also seem to have like a points like Afghans were trying to like uh, intrude or like like colonize our region Russians were helped us so so these local people have they have like a favorable um, favorable feeling about Russians hello, hello. so yeah <sighs> there are having Russians uh, at their uh, Pamir region looks favorable to the local Pamiri people also the at that time when Russia was like trying to control this region it seems to provide lots of benefits to them because uh, hello that benefits, benefits to them uh, because uh, they, they this is like an important like a strategic place whom they want to uh, this is a Pakistan, Afghanistan, all those places were nearby. So I think this was like a strong uh, thing. And also at this, at the time, the central uh, Tajikistan has like a different uh, ruling. And then, so to them, they want to show off that these people are having really like a good time. So they gave like lots of benefits and all those things. So yeah, still, still that this region, according to the Joshua and then the other local guy who was sitting there, is receiving 80% of this money inflow from working at Russia only all those people hello all those people who are uh, who are uh, all the youngsters who are working in uh, uh, in Moscow they're sending back this money so they use this monies to build home and all those things and locally they this place Korog especially doesn't have to have like any sort of like a like a own income I was a bit surprised as well because they have this vast land of agriculture and all those things but it doesn't seem to enjoy any of this thing so yeah the money comes from them and uh, people don't have any sort of income it seems apart from these normal shops and all those things that also was like a bit surprising to me that's made into me thinking about like how we can transform like the places like this which has this natural sceneries yeah i mean like look at norway it has this natural scenery these guys also have a similar thing they can make money with these guys can make money why it's just the exposure for the people i mean there's lots of reason it's a separate topic so yeah that made me into 
thinking about how we can transform these villages into a, only like a sustainable independent economic zone for these people so that was like a very good conversation with him trying to understand because it's going to be hard finding local people who speak english and all those things so 